broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Kaufman. Before I introduce my guests and start today's discussion, I'd like to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the Working Woman Radio Show is a great way to build your brand and support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can meet most any advertising budget. So if you would like more information about becoming a sponsor, please go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. Click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, and give us a call. We will be happy to help you. Okay, so now having said that, we are going to move on. Today, I am thrilled to have my good friend, Laura Dorojaier, with me via the phone to talk about careers in healthcare for women and also to discuss this current healthcare crisis. Mrs. Dorojaier is the CEO of Transcart International and is the inventor of the Transcart, which is a vehicle that provides a safe and efficient transportation experience for both nurses and patients. She started her career at Duke University Medical Center where she worked in both inpatient and outpatient care. Shortly after that, she accepted a position as an administrator, administrative coordinator at North Carolina Memorial Hospital. She then moved on to Atlanta in 1979 to manage the eye, ear, nose, and throat outpatient clinics at Grady Memorial Hospital. As the Director of Transportation and Communications at Emory University Hospital for 13 years, Laura has been in the healthcare business for nearly four decades, and she has a comprehensive understanding of healthcare delivery system. She also is the founding member of the National Association of Hospital Transport Managers. She has also served as a Vice President of Administration for Essex Valley Healthcare in Orange, New Jersey, and has worked as the Interim Health Assessment and Promotions Manager for DeKalb County Board of Health. Welcome to the studio, Laura. It is a pleasure to have you on the phone to discuss this issue about healthcare. It's an honor to be with you. Terrific, terrific. Well, I have a lot of things I want to pick your brain about, so let's jump right into it. Can you first share with my listening audience a little bit more about your background and how you got into the healthcare industry, how you became involved? Uh, I, it's my pleasure. I love healthcare. Mm. Uh, I entered healthcare really as, as a 16-year-old in a dish room in a small uh, ear, nose, and throat hospital in Durham, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to college, uh, double majored in history and political science, mm-hmm. an undergrad, and worked four years at Bowman Gray School of Medicine at their hospital facility, all during my college years. And it's really interesting that uh, my goal, I initially uh, wanted to be a lawyer. Mm. Uh, And so, but when I came out of college, Uh my first job that uh, I got was at Duke University. So I came into healthcare uh, straight out of college. And I was fortunate because um, 
I got to work in, they were just putting computers in hospitals. Oh, wow. That tells you something yes. about my career. <laughs> and one of the, they had a new program that I was privileged to work with the administration. And I had the opportunity to work in every. Yeah every on every service wow. in the hospital. Wow. So once you've gone in the healthcare, uh, you almost can never go back. Wow. It is so wide. It's such it's a system. Yes. It's so wide. It's so diverse. Mm -hmm. Uh and you can walk cross functionally in so many different areas. Wow. So for women who are thinking about coming into this particular uh, area of work, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just phenomenal. Wow. There's the sky is the limit. Wow, um, wow, wow. Which leads me to my next question. Compared to other jobs in the marketplace, how fast is the healthcare industry growing? You have already alluded to some of that just because you said it's such a vast um, variety of, of positions and jobs. Well, it's, it's, it's unmatched almost today because wow. one thing that's going on is we get the population is getting older. Yes. So as the population gets older, of course, there are more uh, medical needs. Right. Also, we have this huge spike yeah. in chronic disease, wow. which causes us to have more doctor visits, have more need more nurse practitioners, more right. nurses, more physicians assistants, right. more physical therapists, more occupational wow. therapists. The list just goes on and on. Um, and, you know, during the pandemic, as we, you're noticing, yes. we don't have enough right. uh, of these first-line healthcare providers. Mm -hmm. And compounding the situation with growth in population mm -hmm. is the fact that many of our practitioners are retiring. Wow. As we get older, we've been in there working in that battleground for many, many years. Right. And so you have a huge number of people who are retiring. Wow. So it's it's growing yes. so fast. Yes, yes. And and then because of technology yes. and the influence on technology, yes. I didn't talk about the fact that I did go back and get a certificate in uh healthcare informatics. Oh which yeah. Is, Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is technical, technologically driven. Yes. Uh, big data is yeah. it, it's massive. Mm. When you hear uh, Dr. Burke, when she's talking about, we look at the data. Yes. That data gathering is big data. I would imagine so. Wow. And it's just becoming a whole nother dimension of healthcare. Wow. Um, if you if you look at uh, artificial intelligence, yeah. you know, what Wilson with IBM um, yeah. uh, has developed, mm -hmm. it's really helping telemedicine. All of these wow. are areas where people can start to look based on their own their own interests. Wow. You know, wow. the aspect of, of legal, you can be in healthcare, True. And you, your focus can be legal, wow. your focus can be technology, your focus can be financial, your focus can right. be Right, there's money. so your much to do. Is, it is just, 
It yeah. is so it's much. It's almost endless. endless. Wow. That's, it's, it's endless. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the possibilities are endless. That's wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, because you you talked about healthcare for Manitou. My sister happens to be going back to school for that, and 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 the massive amount of information that has to be processed. You know, we don't really think of that as 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 the clientele, as the patient, but all of our information and all that stuff uh, that we give to them has to be processed by somebody. It has to be processed by someone. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I think is really important mm -hmm. because you're talking to women, there's some women who are going to go the professional route. Right. And when I say professional, I mean, they will go to college, mm -hmm. they will go to graduate school. Right. Some of them go all the way and they become MDs. Right. Women are really, really moving into yes. that MD yes, um, mm -hmm. That's right. more role right. faster. Role. Mm -hmm. But there are so many mm -hmm. other areas right. that are either technical yes. or young people who are straight out of high school. Wow. Who can go into the healthcare. Oh, Let's take wow. for an example in a hospital. Yes. And I get really frustrated when you only hear about the doctors and the nurses. I know. And I know the respiratory therapists. Right, right. You have building clerks. Yes. You have medical record yes. clerks. Yes. Uh, that we don't want to call them clerks. Yeah, but it, yeah, but they're doing administrative stuff. It's administrative stuff. Right. You have people who work over in um, mm -hmm. the computer center. You got right. people who are in human resources. Right. You right. have people who are in food service. I mean, I've never seen a patient in a hospital. Yes. Get uh, the, I've never seen the nurses going into right. uh, the kitchen. That's right. Food. That's not happening. Um, right. Somebody's right cooking now, that food. Right now, we have the crisis with, yes. you know, making sure that everything is sterile. Oh. That's environmental services. Wow. Those are the people who deal in cleaning. Yes. Yes. You have the central supplies, the people who get the get things into right. the right. hospital. Wow. You have a maintenance department. Wow. When, we, when we start talking about hooking these people up to all of those machines, the people who keep those machines right. uh, running are the biomedical engineers. Absolutely. Engineering in healthcare is significant. Absolutely. So, yeah. So there's there is there is a there is a wide myriad of jobs, and that was one of the questions I was going to ask you, but you went ahead and answered, which is perfect. But you, because we, like you said, we talk about and you and I have talked about this. We talk about the doctors and the nurses, and we know they're super important um, to healthcare, uh, and we appreciate all that they've been doing and that uh, that they're doing now with this current pandemic. But the, they could not do what they do without the support services, the support services staff that provide all the various things you just talked about a minute ago. They simply, um, they couldn't do it without those people. And so Absolutely. I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that you are identifying other jobs in the hospital, but let's, let's take it another step. You've mentioned this to me. And so I wanted to ask you about this, that, that there are a wide variety of jobs in, in the healthcare industry. And you told me this, and I think it's important to distinguish between a job in a hospital, which deals with acute care versus a career in public health, which deals more with getting information about healthcare into the community. Can you talk a little bit about healthcare opportunities for women as it relates to public health? Absolutely. Uh, here we go again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with with a mm -hmm. uh just a job listing yes. that I could 
could go on and on and on and on about. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was fortunate enough to uh, receive my master's in public health right. at um, Emory University School of Public Health, mm-hmm. Rollins School of Public Health, right. and which is what was really interesting because I was I had worked in the hospitals for most of my career, mm-hmm. and I'm going okay. But I have a master's in public health, so then I had the opportunity to work in public health for uh, an incredible, mm-hmm. an incredible opportunity to learn. Because in the hospital, you're dealing dealing acute care, and you're in a, inside of a system. Yes, it's very driven towards that healthcare delivery system. Right. And historically, yes. that perf- the, the hospitals did not have a real, real clear-cut relationship mm-hmm. with the public health. Oh, wow. Now, that, that has changed okay. tremendously mm-hmm. as we moved from infectious disease mm-hmm. driving health care. So it was understandable that you would be looking at um, uh, acute health, acute mm-hmm. healthcare mm-hmm. settings. Sure. But as we moved into chronic disease, right, which is high blood pressure, sure. the all of the um, mm-hmm. yeah, Diabetes, high cholesterol, yeah. high blood pressure, mm-hmm. all of the yeah. the ugly things that are driving healthcare sure. now, sure. Uh, pretty much, we moved to the public health because public health in some ways is more preventive medicine. Right. And I remember uh, back when uh, uh, I remember my professor, the mm-hmm. director of uh, public health mm-hmm. at uh, Emory, and he would say, uh, when I, we were in, when I was in grad school, mm-hmm. he would say, you know, one day mm-hmm. we're going to not be focusing so much on the curative medicine right. as we are on preventive medicine. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen that come about right. as the lifestyles have changed, mm-hmm. people are much more sedentary, we are not doing some of those things that are very important yes. to uh, us maintaining good health. Right. Uh, and so we moved to public health, and I had the privilege to work in um, work with uh, the Board of Health, and the Board of Health mm-hmm. was working with the CDC, looking at mm-hmm. uh, communities putting prevention together, obesity, yes, and communities putting yes. um, tobacco, looking at smoking. Right. Sure, you know we we really we really doing pretty pretty good yeah. in. Um, Yes. Bring down those numbers in tobacco. Oh, definitely. That was a, but, but so you, so public health was a driving force behind getting the word out about the, um, the detrimental effects of smoking. Was that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And public, public health goes to the community. Sure. It's in the community. Sure. It's about the community and it goes out. Right. Whereas acute care, you come in. Right. Public health. You go out. go out. Wow. That's, yeah. That is a perfect, I think, visual because I don't think a lot of people understand that. And I mean, when you, I really didn't really think about all of that until you broke it down for me in a recent conversation. So I think that's a, a big thing for people to understand. Absolutely. And one of the, and here's some careers in public health. Yes. I mean, they, they're, they're just so many. Yes. You have, 
you know, every time you go in a restaurant and you look up there yeah. on that wall to see oh, what yeah, the score. Uh, how it ranks. Yes. You know, the score. it's just an yeah. A, B, or C who yeah. gets it the grade. Yeah. You have someone from public health who's going out doing those inspections. That's right. You have people who um who do promotions, healthcare promotions. That's huge yes. in public health. Okay. And that means that the people who go out and do public health education, who come to the community, yeah. let's say your church yeah. uh, wants to talk about, you know, diabetes right. in the community. Sure, sure. Public health, they that's healthcare promotions. Yes. They're the educators. Sure. They educate the community. Right, right, right. So they are there for you if you want to have a seminar on something like that. There, there, if you want to have a seminar. Okay. We're looking right now at this pandemic. The yes. public health people, yeah. who you see with the with the governors, you That's see true. in Georgia, we see Dr. Toomey. Yeah. Uh, nationally, you yeah. see Dr. Fauci right. and Dr. Burke. Right. They are public health right. providers. Is that so right? Even, they're teaching the community. I mean, they understand. Thing, yes. the community, Dr. Foucher, yeah. he's more the the yeah. the, the um, scientist, the right. person who is looking at um, the data, the uh, yeah. the data. He's mm -hmm. looking at infectious diseases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dr. Burke, they're gathering data, and when they gather that, that's public health information. Okay. Wow, wow. When we so, do mm -hmm. when we do epidemiological studies, yeah, that's. That's public health. Okay. It's really public health. Now they they are marrying much, much more yes. with the acute care. Okay. Who's ever gathering that data? Who's yes. going into those big data warehouses. Yeah. But but that basically becomes public health. Oh, every time you heard the, the yeah. folk talking there said, This is a public health. This is true. That's this true. is a public health that is yeah. impacting the yeah. hospitals right. in a tremendous way. Wow. So if the, the, the COVID-19 yes. is really a pandemic that's a public health issue, sure. but it's having tremendous impact yeah. on the acute care wow. facility. So those things are, like you said, uh, cross over and marry into each other. They do, and now more than ever. No, yeah, I see Historically, that. Historically, they didn't. Historically, okay. they were almost two separate, separate things. It was it was a separate thing. So those people who are those those young women yeah. who are interested in public health, yeah, and public health, uh, you know, it's a it's the social dynamic. Yeah, the social dynamics. The uh, the. They, it's, it's totally, totally different. Yeah. They tend to be really, really, really driven. Yeah. I mean, they would be working seven days a week Ooh. going to some yeah. baseball game, right. giving out healthcare information. Wow. When we had the HIV crisis, it was the public health folk out there giving out yes. condoms and whatever was necessary right, right. to help try to curtail it. So public health is huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a great career. Wow, it's a wow. Great career. Wow. So um, I want to talk a little bit more. You've talked about. Um, I love how you explain the differences between the two and and how they are intersecting with each other. Let's talk a little bit more about this COVID nineteen pandemic. Many of our doctors and nurses and support staff who are dealing with the crisis are working very, very long hours to meet the medical needs of their communities. As a former hospital administrator, what are some practical suggestions that you can offer to ease the load for these healthcare workers? Um, 
Deanna, it's mm. it's it's mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, the reason that it is so mind blowing is because nurses, doctors, all of the healthcare workers mm-hmm. are just yeah. some of the most dedicated, hardworking. And we're seeing that. Yes. We have tremendous shortage. So when I think of a nurse or a doctor or a food service yes. or an environmental service person working 12, yes. 15 hours, mm-hmm. that is, it's unbearable yes. in that healthcare environment. And my greatest concern is that war zone that they keep talking about yeah. is going to leave our healthcare workers so distraught yes, and depleted that we're going to mm-hmm. be in for further issues wow. after this pandemic. Wow. Um, you know, I, I, one of the things that I was fortunate to do from an academic standpoint was to go back and get certified mm-hmm. as a health and wellness coach, which mm-hmm. I take very seriously right. uh, because we're going to need to be much, much more supportive. Yes. Uh, as this, when this wraps, yeah, when, when it wraps up. Hopefully, when it wraps up. I know, hopefully. Uh, if it wraps up. I know. It, I'm, scary. I'm praying, I'm praying yes. that it wraps up. Yes, I know. Uh, you we're are. going to have to be supportive in, in, in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want people to forget that, you know, all of the, Clapping and yeah, I know celebrating yeah. Yeah. this group of people who've been around yeah. for as long as the country has existed yeah. almost. Yes, we can't forget them. That's right. And we need to be supportive. Yes. One of the issues that I hope uh, as an outcome mm-hmm. that we ramp up mental health in oh, this country. Yes. The yes. mental health has got to yeah. be ramped yeah. up because that's a serious issue here. It's, 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 they're, they're in a war zone and healthcare providers were not trained to be soldiers. Soldiers go into battle sort of knowing that I might not come out of here. That's right. That's right. But healthcare workers go in there to help you come out of here. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's the difference. So my advice is hopefully hospitals will sure up with, uh, more, Mm -hmm. um, you know, have mm-hmm. more tools yes. to help those people who are there. I hope the, the public health mm-hmm. that dimensions will sure up more outpatient yeah. or out of uh, hot, out of acute setting sure. mental health. For the for the health for the group. workers themselves, I know one thing um, you had mentioned in our in a private conversation with me was that you know with these workers uh, putting in sixteen hour days, sometimes longer. One practical thing you had shared would be to have that they shouldn't have to be driving home after a oh. long shift like that. Oh, I I just I'm so just I'm so upset about that. Right, right, because. One of the, and I, as I watch it, I see people saying, I drove up to my house and you've worked 16 hours, I you're know. asleep, 18, 20 hours, you're asleep oh, driving home. Right. And I would hope hospital systems would use mm-hmm. uh, the external transportation sure. services to shuttle these uh, these these yeah, uh, employees, employees mm-hmm. back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it can be so easily done right, uh, right. because we have a lot of shuttle services and you, as the airports have cl- shut yeah. down, sure. you've got plenty but yeah. shuttle buses plenty of, and just shuttle around. drivers. Right, that's exactly around. right. That's, that's so a, I think yeah. providing more 
a high touch, mm-hmm. high care mm-hmm. to the healthcare providers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would love to see more um, saunas and yeah, yeah, massage. Sure. Quiet room. Right. To, to, yeah, yeah, that's an excellent idea. Actually, that's an excellent so they, idea. So that they can say, okay, I'm I'm just stressed out today, right. yeah. and I need 15 minutes yeah. to go somewhere right. and, and get just, a massage you know, or something. Get yeah. a massage. Yeah. Get a a neck rub. Right. We're going to have to, particularly in the me- immediate, yes. with the healthcare workers that we have right now, we're going to have to yeah. show our appreciation yeah. through some high touch. Yeah, and, and, and more tangible touch. ways, like you more said, clapping ways. and you know, and singing songs to them and all that. That's that's nice, but they need more. Yeah, and we don't want the hurry. You know, we don't want to hurry up and forget. Exactly. If we have a when things get back to normal. Yeah, if yeah, there's, yeah. If yeah. there is a normal, if there is a normal, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. we get back to what we consider to be somewhat of a normal yeah, uh, workplace, yeah, yeah. I hope we have put in place yeah. some opportunities to facilitate yes. care for the healthcare workers. Absolutely. Um, moving on to my next question, according to Statista. Thirty-four percent of physicians are now women. How does that change the playing field for women in healthcare? Have you seen that same level of growth uh, for women in other top-level healthcare positions? Well, historically, mm-hmm. healthcare has probably had more women in it than men altogether. Right. Except back in the pioneer days, right. when you had a doctor and right. a nurse. Right. But when nurses came on board and other healthcare professions. Healthcare is really a, a sort of a female-driven right. Um, right. industry, with the except the presidents and CEOs right. of right. hospitals and corporations right. and those things. And that's a that's a that that's a that's yeah. a, and a, that's a, the part a, that we're different day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But the uh, women have always had opportunity in the healthcare arena. And I think as more dynamic women yes. have come into um, healthcare mm-hmm. and are making their mark, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's, it, it's made healthcare yes. a better place. Definitely. Better place. Definitely. And that's I mean, not to say that men aren't, you know. Yeah, but if we bring a, we bring a, um, a very we unique. Bring a different, yeah. We mm-hmm. bring a different, uh, mm-hmm. sort of a different attitude. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it was rough for women breaking some of the glass ceilings in healthcare. Uh, I remember when I was at UNC, the woman who was my uh, supervisor, mm-hmm. she was the first orthopedic mm-hmm. surgeon at the University of North Carolina, wow. female orthopedic surgeon. Wow. And the the horror stories oh that you had really make you want to cry. No, uh, because she was not received well. I'm sure to, to see to see women moving into some of the non traditional yeah areas yeah. it's just been a it's just shows us yes. that we can do anything that anybody else. I can see, do. but we it was but it there were the, but those first women paid the price. They were pioneers. Yeah, they were. They were pioneers. Yeah, any, yeah. any anyone who jumped up and uh, uh, took over in some of those areas or start working in some of those areas, like yeah. people were interested yes. because if you think about orthopedics, they think of you as having to be yeah. big, yeah. strong, Definitely. even with all of the technology, yeah, 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 and the yeah, yeah, different yeah. kinds of yeah. people working with you. Yeah, uh, they they still they had a certain image. 
They couldn't see a hundred and I think yeah. uh, my my uh, supervisor she yeah. may have weighed a hundred and twenty five pounds. Oh yeah, so she was a little thing. She was little. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she yeah. went in there and she did her job right. and she she cried a lot. But oh she, wow! She made the impact. Wow! So that's amazing. It changed a lot. It yeah. changed a Thank lot. Thank God. For that. Yeah, That's I think it. they can be what a, a, per, yeah. a person can be, whatever they want. Yes, be. and and, and uh, you, so you think in 2020 there's more opportunities now than ever for women to enter into the top level positions. Um, I think they can enter in any level. Yeah, right. And I think that they should not. Yeah, I think they should look around. Yeah, and pretty much see what it is you'd like. Yeah, to do. of course, I mean, of course. If you're a person who wants to be. Um, you know, if mm. you want to be a person who's outgoing, doing what you do, yeah, let's right. go into communications sure. and healthcare. Wow, you know, and you might want to be guest relations, sure, or customer service. Wow, I mean, you could be a director of guest relations. Wow. you get to you get to do the health promoting. You sure. do the. You sure. do the media service. Sure, you know? sure. Wow, never thought you about be, all that. Yeah, I that's mean that's a, that's a that's a huge industry. Oh, it is. I can imagine. Someone has got to promote the hospital. Someone's got to promote yeah, the yeah. public health. Sure, there has got all of them have large media yes. uh, uh, services. Yeah. Oh, sure. So you can you can you can and women do that. They do that very well. Yes, yes, uh, yes. So you know that's just, terrific. Don't close your mind off. Yeah, just yeah. Say, and I love that. Health. I love what this you're is, saying. This is healthcare, and I can take my interest. Yes. Whether it's down to making sheets, I yeah. might want to sew. Right. You know, I can make masks. I might wow. want to do something in. I might want to design the new uh, mm -hmm. patient gown, or wow. I might want to do. Yeah. You can take yes. healthcare, and you can pretty much overlap and set any other. Uh, yeah. area into yeah. it. Yeah. You have just opened my mind because I, and you, you know, you're saying this, but as I, as you speak it, I realize you're right. You can pretty much, there's so many aspects of, of, of healthcare that you can pretty much fit whatever talent or gift you have. I mean, if you want to get into healthcare into, uh, and find a job in healthcare, that's Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. That is Absolutely. amazing. And well, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Wow. Um, it's going to be bigger and better than ever That's because amazing. as technology takes over, and in the, the scientific community, and I, I just want to talk about mm -hmm. that for one second, mm -hmm. you know, as the scientific community, uh, I call it hookup, yes. the marriage, the hookup, yeah. as we get more as a scientific community mm -hmm. bring more of that energy mm -hmm. into our knowledge base. Right. You know, I'm fortunate to be married to someone who is a, a, a microbiologist right. who teaches, right. who is a professor in microbiology. Right. And with all of my healthcare experience and all of my mm -hmm. public health knowledge, he explained viruses. He, he explained yes. COVID nineteen to me yes. in a way that made me go, "Oh my God!" Oh I can boy! Now I understand. Oh wow! So you know they and that's the other thing you can teach. Yes, teach. You want to teach? You know he had students all over, and one of the things that was so interesting, they have all been texting him and said, yeah. "Dr. Durisha, yeah. yeah. uh, I now appreciate microbiology." Oh, I'm sure. 
I am so sure. <laughs> microbiology teaches them what to do inside of the healthcare. So you can go into yes. teaching. Wow. I mean, all of every healthcare delivery service, yes. you got to be taught. Absolutely. Of so course they you can do. teach. Yeah. They yeah, can yeah. be. Yeah. Any of any of the professions, yeah, 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 professions yeah. inside of healthcare, if that is what they choose. That is wonderful. Well, I don't want to end our discussion without giving you a chance to share a little bit about the invention of the Transcart. It's an incredible uh, vehicle, transportation vehicle that's used in a hospital. I've seen it. I know all about it. Uh, it's just another example of the genius that you, as a woman, have brought to the healthcare industry. Can you tell us a little bit about how the Transcart came about? Well, I was working at Emory, uh, and as you know, mm -hmm. we're back in the same pickle again. We have a shortage of nurses. Right. And so one of the things that happens, and I had the transportation department as one of my functions, and we were always looking for equipment. Yes. And so when you're in a hospital, time is a, time is everything. Of course. So any time that you have to have two people doing a job, mm -hmm. or you have to have one person looking for equipment, right. you're just creating much more, you, your man, your man hours are just being accelerated sure. and your outputs are being diminished. Mm -hmm. So we kept looking around, kept looking around, kept looking around, and we used carts and wheelchairs together. Sure. And my idea was, why can't we combine this into one unit? Wow. So we started out with the, the engineer department, went to them, mm -hmm. and I said, you know, you all have to give me something. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't get it together. So mm -hmm. went with a group of folk, we got together and we came up with this prototype right. uh, of the trans cart. And it was really raw. It was made out of wood and oh, iron. Wow. You know, and then we got the patent and got everything together. Mm -hmm. And I always think we, because everything is teamwork in healthcare. Yes, well, the other you're thing. right. Everything is teamwork. Right. You can't, yeah, you can't it all say, alone. I did this, right. I did this. I The term is, True. the team got yes, together right. and worked on it. Sure. So the, the people who worked with me, we first uh, built it in Taiwan. Uh -huh. And it took us... Um, it was out of fiberglass, the biggest mesh you've ever seen. Uh -huh. uh, then we brought it back to the States, and it is an American-made product uh -huh. now. Uh -huh. And we put it in plastic. It has been revised nine times. Oh, my goodness. Uh, every time we found a defect, yes. we put it in hospitals. We replaced it at no nobody's cost right. but ours. Right. Because my commitment has always, it's about what contribution you make to the healthcare mm -hmm. industry. Right. So mine is about contribution. It's a fabulous piece of, of equipment. Yes. I am so honored that Emory has been, has had it for years. Yes. And they continue to use that product. It's been at UNC for now 30 years. Wow. Uh, as we revived it and make it better. Sure. And every time we see something that we can improve, mm -hmm. we make, we try to improve it. Wow, that's so, amazing. So, you know, that's your, your listeners are interested in yes. transcot.com yeah. and yeah. take a look. Yeah, and I was uh, going to say that I will absolutely put a link 
uh, to the Transcart um, website on the show page of this particular episode so that if people are interested, they could um, they could click on it and find more information. Well, Laura, our time together is just about up. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be a guest on the show. I think that the information and the wisdom that you shared is going to be extremely valuable to my listeners, to people looking for the next thing. There's a lot of women looking to figure out, trying to figure out what the next thing is. I have a lot of friends who were mommies, who have children have grown up like mine and are, are looking for meaningful work now that they've raised their children. So I think listening to some of the stuff you said could really point some people in the right direction. Um, so to my listeners, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show page. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Women Radio Show events, you can go to the Working Women Radio Show Facebook page. Become a friend because we really do want to hear from you. On the Facebook page, you can make comments, you can ask your questions, and we can go back and forth um, about anything you want to talk about. So with that, God bless, and we will see you next time on the Working Women Radio.